TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans breaking news. All right, uh, Tyler, our trusty producer, you got some breaking news. Hit us with it. Yeah, and it is regarding the Texans' search for their next head coach. This is coming from Ian Rappaport. He says the Texans have requested with the following men as candidates for this head coaching job. You got the hometown guy, the guy drafted by the Texans, D'Amico Ryans, defensive coordinator of the 49ers. They've requested him. The Texans have also requested... I said it earlier. I'm going to try it again. A hero, Averro. Nice job. Defensive Thank you. Coordinator for Thank the Broncos. You. That is correct. And also on this list, the Texans have requested an interview with Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. And once again, as they did last year, the Texans are also requesting an interview with Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Now, that is that is big-time breaking news, Clint. And listen, your whole thing is to hell, to hell with – the hell with to getting it right. Can we start the process right? Can we get the process right? And I think if you are a Texans fan, you hear this, you should be happy as hell. I go tell you, celebrate. You should be happy as hell because this is what you want to hear. These are the type of names that you want to be connected to, that you want to hear they are putting out requests to. D'Amico Ryans, I've told you before, like, he's my plan B. My plan A is make Sean Payton say no to me. D'Amico Ryans, that's my plan B. You'll want to hear him connected there. Jonathan Gannon, Averro, like, you want to hear them. The OC for the uh, for the Lions, Johnson, he, is, uh, he has been really, really talked up a lot, too, as well as a hot candidate. You want to hear them connected. And, Clint, I, 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 this is what you've been asking for, hopefully. Absolutely. I mean, not not only the list of names, but the the sense of urgency. You, you're it's a Monday after after your team played their last ball game. You you fire Lovey Smith last night between ten and eleven p.m. Uh, and 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 again, I'm not uh, agree or disagree. I just like they made a decision and they moved on it. There's a sense of urgency there with Lovey, and now all of a sudden here we are, three o'clock on Monday afternoon, and the Texans are being linked to uh, request to interview. The, uh, the the hottest uh, or not hottest, but one of the the hot offensive coordinators in the game. Uh, a couple of the the hot defensive coordinators in the game. Three of the hot defensive coordinators 
in the game right now. So I, I absolutely love where this is going, and 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 to to and what I've been asking for. Cal McNair has publicly said, "I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in lockstep, hand in hand with Nick Casario um, as as they find the next head coach." So absolutely, this to this point. We're just just starting. This is the tip of the iceberg. You said you said you feel good about at least the process being better. I do. I, I I do. I feel good. Because Hines Ward let it off last year. Yeah. I, look, I think last year you had too many heads involved. I think you had too many people involved. Like like w- regardless of where Nick Casario stood with with Jack Easterby, I think they're all pulling each other in different directions and friendships involved. Okay, all that's out the window. You got the owner and the GM. I I, I think I think it's going to be a cleaner process. I I really do. And 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 this is proof. That it uh, that it is, and and look, I mean, when you a couple of these a couple of these names that that folks may not know as well as others, D'Amico Ryan's obviously they know that Jonathan Gannon, you know that from the defense coordinator from the Eagles last year. You look at uh, Ejiro Evero, is that how it is? Evero, Evero. Um, he he was with the Rams uh, under Sean McVay during the Super Bowl run last year and the three years leading up to. Uh, to that as a safeties coach and a secondaries coach, passing game coordinator. So, again, my, it's slipping my mind, show. that What's my man's name? Raheem and, and Morris. Raheem Morris. Um, been a head coach candidate for a couple of years now. He was a head coach for a couple he of years. He was a head right? coach with the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yeah, so, I mean, you're talking about a guy that, that's got good stock. You know what I mean? He's, the, the guys that, that he's coached under um, have, off, have been awfully impressive, and he's one year removed, doing it himself, defensive coordinator in Denver, and their defense was pretty good, um, even was, through was injuries. Pretty dang good. Yeah, yeah, and, and then you look at Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. He came up in the Dolphins organization, long-term Dolphins or, uh, organization uh, guy, all the way up, uh, quality control guy, all the way up. Been around some some great, um, if I remember correctly, offensive-minded coaches. I'm kind of trying to think the, the list that I read, but um, nonetheless, you're, you're talking about a guy that that is young, up and coming. And is going to be on the short list of, of a lot of teams that that uh, that are interviewing head coaches. Um, Dan Campbell, who's turned the lines around in, in in two years, won nine games this year. Should have gotten the damn playoffs, but didn't didn't uh, didn't he fell one game short. Um, he is really 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 high on Ben Johnson. It's his offensive coordinator right now. Their offense they've was, had one of the best offenses. in Their the offense game. was special. If their defense wasn't as bad early in the season as it was. The, the Lions would be in the damn playoffs right, right now. So, I, I, this, this is an impressive list, show. Now, now Tyler said it in my ear, but I was already there. If you just missed it, uh, this is joint reporting. Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport of, uh, of NFL Network uh, saying Ben Johnson, uh, the offensive coordinator with the Lions, D'Amico Ryans, Jonathan Gannon, and Avero, defensive coordinators with, uh, the, uh, with the Niners, Eagles, and Broncos. Uh, the Texans have all made requests. Uh, to interview now, that doesn't mean that they will interview them. These are requests they have made thus far. And Clint, one of the first things that jumped out to both of us was, "Yeah, right. three defensive coordinators, one offensive guy." You okay, man. Three. Uh, I know your your preference is is an offensive guy, and I don't know if this is a sign of where Nick wants to go, yeah. but it is of the four Look. we're hearing requests from. Three of them are defensive coaches. Yeah, I mean, look, he's it's it's who Lovey was. It's it's who Bill Belichick, who he came up uh, under. It's it's exactly who he was. Um, so it it it's I would I would imagine that that um, the defensive minded head coach probably has a leg up in Nick Casario's court. But at the end of the day, look, I, I can put my personal wants and needs and likes and desires. I can put them aside for the sake of this conversation. I greatly appreciate this list being dropped. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. As as a fan. 
Uh, I, I got my personal wants and needs and and, and preferences. And and again, I'll, I'll hang my hat on Brian Dayball. I'll hang my hat this on. This is not a list where anybody around the league is thinking, "What the hell are the Texans?" Exactly. Doing? This is not. A, th- we got to th- get to that step. Th- this. Well, well the, 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 the truth of the matter is, th- this being the first list that drops is absolutely huge. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want them to take their foot off the gas for any any particular reason. But now, if if you have somebody off the wall and you throw them in the list, now it ain't no big deal. I hope it doesn't happen. But if it if it if you want to do somebody a favor or you want the, the the world doesn't look at it like what the hell are the Texans doing? You know what I mean? This is this is big right here. This this is good. This this is um this is money. Did, well, I, I'll be honest with you. Didn't expect this. Not this quick. They've not this quick. Process. Obviously, it is clear they have had. Plans and movements for this to, to happen uh, for for, it, for a team that's been through it more the last two years than any team in America. Maybe not Denver. This is their second too, isn't it? This is their yeah. third. Yeah, this is Texans third though. This is Texas third. It'd be yeah. Three in a row. So nobody's done. Nobody's done at the rate of the Texans. The Texans no. should be. They should. Uh, they should be leading the pack yeah. here. Big three and three, number two. All right, Clint. I know. Uh, I know you're going to be front and center, and I will be too as well. National championship game tonight: hey. Georgia, TCU in LA. Uh, no tailgating for the folks out there wondering. Uh, I'll be damned. Uh, no tailgating, but Georgia TCU tonight, six thirty. Uh, glad it's not no like eight thirty start. Sometimes they do that. But Georgia is seeking back to back titles. Uh, tonight and TCU is looking to pull off an upset. Is it, it's still double figures? I think the, the line is twelve and a half. Is the last I saw. Uh, my question though to you, Clint, is: See TCU or, or see Georgia showed in their last game against Ohio State, like this defense, you can move and score on them. Ohio State had a lot of success uh, moving the ball. C.J. Stroud the best we've ever seen him look in college. Yeah. They had some injuries that I think probably uh, hurt them enough that they're not playing in this game against TCU. TCU does have Max Duggan, Max Duggan, who did finish second in the Heisman. Do they have enough? Do they have enough to move the ball and score on this Georgia defense in the way that Ohio State did? Obviously, Quentin Johnson, a guy we're going to be watching, maybe the best receiver to come out. Uh, in the draft is playing for TCU, but do they have enough offensively to score on Georgia the way that Ohio State did? Yes, yeah. The the, the answer so? the when you start talking about Max Duggan, we've seen him not only throw the ball, not only hurt a team, attack a team through the air, but also do it with his legs. Um, we, we've seen him do that, and and when you look at how they run the football as a whole, I, I, I believe if you'd have asked anybody in college football a week ago who the best running football team was in America, I believe they would have told you Michigan. And I'll be damned if TCU didn't stand toe-to-toe with them last week and actually outrush Michigan. Uh, and, and so you look at that, they, they can run it. They can run it on anybody. And then when you you said the name, man, Quentin Johnston, I, I think that that's he's a matchup nightmare sitting at 6'4", 220 pounds. Yeah. One of the top 15 draft picks, I think, in, slated in, in some mock drafts this year. That kid's got a chance to be really, really special. So can they? Absolutely they can. This thing's going to boil down to one thing for me, show. Mm. It's it's all about one thing. It's about the first two drives of the ball game. Can, can TCU hold their own up front? Is, is projected number two or number three overall pick Jalen Carter out of, out of Georgia? Is he too much? Him and his crew, are they too much up front for TCU's offensive line? That's, that's going to determine this whole thing. And, and if Georgia 
if Georgia can, and I'm not talking about just win from time to time. I'm not talking about getting a shot. I'm talking about if Georgia in their defensive line overwhelms TCU's offensive line in them first couple of drives, take them dogs, they're going to win by three touchdowns. If if Max's guys up front, TCU's offensive line proves they can they can buy, buy Max a little bit of time and protect him, create a pocket, look out, man. I got TCU winning this ballgame 42-38. You got TCU in this game? 42-38. Oh, wow. Whoa. Did not see that one coming. I did not. Whoa. Really? 42-38. That escalated quickly. That, Ge- that Georgia-Ohio State game done something for you. The hell of a ball game. Or just, or you just the mat, you just really like the matchup that TCU has in this game. I, there's just something there. Because you were so on Georgia, right? Like yeah. Well, were- I think Georgia's been the best football team all year long, given the the, the, the sample sizes that we had throughout the year, the way the season uh, unfolded, and 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 now you're looking at you know I think a team that um, Georgia struggled with Ohio State a little bit more than 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 folks expected, and I think TCU. Uh, blew everybody's expectations out of the water by beating Michigan. Everybody thought that was going to be two skull dragons. Georgia was going to skull drag Ohio State. Michigan was going to uh, skull drag TCU, and that was going to be your national title game. I love. I'm buying what TCU is selling. I don't think TCU just lucked into beating Michigan. I think they went out there and outrushed them. I think they were out. They were more physical than Michigan. I think their Michigan. I mean, I think uh, TCU's defense stood up to the challenge. And I think there's something special there. Yeah, I'm riding TCU, brother. Wow, we'll see. I, I, I think it'll be a good game. I, I still think Georgia. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop doing this. To, What's that to this kid, Stetson? I, I'd never believe in Stetson <laughs> Bennett, man. I, I always I, I've yeah. said it to you. Like if they they can make this a Stetson Bennett game, hell, I, all right, I'm I, all right, I'm done, Stetson. Okay, yeah. like I, I I think he'll do whatever he needs to do for this team to win. And I think Georgia's had to listen to all week. You know this Ohio State offense, what they did to them. Yeah, I, I think I think I think uh, Kirby's gonna have these cats ready to go. If that big boy in the middle is dominating, just just collapsing the pocket yeah. from jump, show it's gonna be a long night yeah. for TCU. Yeah, if we'll not, see. buckle root, up, baby, I'm it's rooting, gonna be fun. I'm rooting for TCU. Yeah, I'm rooting for them. Keep an eye on too for all the Texans fans. Keep an eye on that Quentin Johnston kid. That that Could kid's got twelve. Ooh wee, maybe 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 show he's got a chance he, to be. He, He's got a chance to be super special now. If he, ta- if he takes a five-yard dig route for 70 fun- 71 yards for a touchdown <laughs> and outruns everybody else in the ca- in the camera angle as big yeah. as he is, he may not be there. Yep. And Jalen Carter, the kid I keep talking about, I think I think it's his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll 88, be 88 he'll, is his number. He'll potentially be your guy too. As as bad as this team was up front, and as much help as it needs in the D line position, that uh, that could potentially be the guy as well. Three and three. Number three. All right, yesterday the NFL playoffs matchups after week 18 are now officially set. The buys, Kansas City and uh and the Eagles with Buffalo and Kansas City both winning. There is that possibility of the AFC championship game being played at a neutral site. Don't know what site that is yet. Pushing for it to be here. Uh but in the first round, the wild card weekend in the AFC. You got really interesting quarterback matchups if they're all healthy. And that is in Jacksonville, the Chargers with Justin Herbert will go and travel play Trevor Lawrence. If Lamar is healthy, that's a real interesting game as the Ravens will play the Bengals for the third time. And in another game for the third time, the Dolphins will play the Bills in the NFC. Uh, the, the Cowboys looked fantastic yesterday against Washington to really end the season right as they got their asses handed to them. They're going to go to Tom Brady and the Bucks. The Giants will head to um, 
to Minnesota to play the Vikings, and then the Seattle Seahawks sneak in because the Packers could not handle the Lions at home in Lambeau to get into the playoffs. They'll face the Niners. That Packers game to me, I there is no way I thought they were going to lose to the Lions. With it all on the line at home, there is no way that I thought Fresh out of the punch. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers couldn't pull it off, man. He 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 threw he threw a pick late that was a problem. I mean, he mm. threw and he got he threw he threw one a little earlier than that that was a major problem as well. He just got lucky because there was a hands to the face penalty. I think there was, um, but but at, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers didn't get it done last night, and so the Seattle Seahawks get in. I'm gonna tell you, show that the whole slate that you just ran down. There's a couple of games. First of all, there's unbelievable storylines in each one of these. Now that the Chargers played their starters last night for some reason, Mike Williams hurt his back. So is is X-rays is, came back negative. Yeah, but he's still going to be got to be in some is a back deal. He's got to be in some he critical got pain. The ankle issue. I mean, Mike Williams is. I mean, you can argue is Justin Herbert's like more natural throw. You know, guy to target because he's such a back shoulder guy. I love Jacksonville in that particular ball game. Then you look at the next AFC matchup. Does Lamar Jackson come back and play? In a huge contract year, uh, hell, does the back can the backup play? Who do they end up having to to play there? Um, I love the Bengals in that ball game, and then Miami can Tua play? Does yeah. Tua play when they go to uh, Buffalo? I love Buffalo in that game, and I'm tell you what, you and I have talked about this multiple oh, times. God, you're going to go Tom Brady. You damn right. You going Dak after what you watched? I'm going Tampa in Tampa all. Day long. I'm going to take the New York Giants to upset the Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers to beat Seattle. What do you got? And I know you're going to do it too. Well, what what you said about Stetson Bennett and how you've learned you've got to stop doubting him, that's how I feel about Brady because I've I've been doing it for the last couple of years. Like, oh, he's getting old now. This is it now. I can't doubt him either. Hey, man. Brady and Evans, Chief. Brady and Evans. As long as Evans is healthy, they can beat anybody we'll on this on this sheet right they're here. They're gonna drop. They're gonna drop back forty times against. You don't bet on it. We're gonna see it. You don't bet on it. Let me get closer to the middle of the week. <laughs> okay. I, I'll let you. I'm feeling. I'm feeling real good about that one. All right. Coming up, we'll give you our um, IW Marks Jewelers Gym of the Games and more on the latest request from the Texans an interview for their head coaching position. There have been. There's been another one added since. Tyler broke that news. He'll break that on the other side. All that coming up next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It's a Reaction Monday on Sports Radio 610. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Sports Radio 610. Houston Texans breaking news. All right, it's coming hot and heavy when the uh, Texans fire their coach. We'll probably hear some breaking news. What you got, Tyler? 
So we knew of the four candidates that the Texans have requested interviews with um, before the break. There is now a fifth candidate added to the mix for head coach of the Houston Texans, Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen. Yeah, he's uh, he's been one that's been under Nick Sirianni and uh, highly thought of. Uh, they said he calls plays um, uh, there in Philadelphia, and that that. That one is intriguing to me, Clint, because we looked at the others, and they're Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator, who was uh, who was interviewed twice last year for the Texans. Ben Johnson, the other offensive-minded coach, he was the he's the offensive coordinator with the Lions. Uh, 49ers, D'Amico Ryan's, uh, Avero, uh, the defensive coordinator, first-year defensive coordinator with the Broncos. As Clint said in the last segment, he spent a lot of time with the Rams under Sean McVay and Raheem, Raheem Morris. And then the Eagles OC, this this one's interesting to me, Clint, because what he has run is not actually what you would think Nick would be into. Like him running this offense with Jalen Hurts is an interesting watch. We, we can understand that he has the ability to, to use a quarterback that's mobile and will use the run game, the quarterback run game like this. That doesn't generally fit into what many would think uh, coming from New England, what he likes to do and seeing what he did with, with Davis Mills. So that 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 one is Shane Steichen. That, that one's an interesting one right there, Clint. Yeah, his uh, so I'm reading here with the Eagles. In his first year with the Eagles, he, they set franchise records in rushing yards with 27, 15, 2,715 yards rushing, rushing touchdowns, 25, and the Eagles also led the league in explosive plays with 162, 163, and ranked fourth in third down percentage, uh, which was a team record as well with 45.7 percent and fifth in giveaways which was 16 and that's all with by the way so two years ago would be um Jalen Hurts first full year as a starter so yeah. really and was that which was his second year in the league correct yep so so he was in the he, he was he was in that job with Carson Wentz I'm talking about Jalen Hurts was in that job with Carson Wentz uh the next year with his first year to start would be when Steichen was the offensive coordinator, and they set those records. Him right and Nick there. Sirianni. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Played an integral role in in the growth of first time starter Jalen Hurts, which, uh, by the way, I mean, I, those of you that listen, um, the the and it's not Shane Steichen. I'm not sitting here trying to give him all the credit, but but what what he's been able to do, what Brian Johnson, who their quarterback coach is, uh, who is a Baytown Lee product, a quarterback after after I was there a while after I was there phenomenal offensive mind, phenomenal quarterback developer. He's also in this system. So hopefully if Shane Steichen or Jonathan Gannon come to uh, to Houston, hopefully Brian Johnson is in that mix. He It seems like every quarterback he's coached along the way was Dak Prescott at Mississippi State. He was much better than everybody thought he was going to be uh, his last year at Mississippi State. Then you jump over and I always forget the kid's name. What's the kid that's got drafted by Tampa right, right after – um, or right before Davis Mills came here. Oh, Kel- oh, uh, Kellerman or no, uh, not the Kellerman. Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Um, you know he, that year he had where they went to the SEC championship where they set the world on fire. The offense was in Florida that year. Uh, again, that that Brian Johnson was in that mix. So you get Brian Johnson, 
Shane Steichen, and you get Jonathan Gannon, all that mix. These guys are an impressive, impressive group. Um, so, yeah, man, look, I, I I mean, just just digging through who these guys are, a couple of these guys that we're not real familiar with, um, it, it's an impressive bunch. And, and it looks like the Texans – uh, early on are, are getting a good jump on on some some pretty impressive uh, candidates here. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that I think that's a big one. They add another offensive guy. So, of the five, um, three of them are defensive coordinators, two are offensive coordinators. So, that that's one to continue to keep an eye on. And, by the way, I just want to make it clear, unless, Tyler, you, you see anything different, these are just requests at the moment. That is correct, yeah. Uh, and, and and have accepted. But we do know Ben Johnson ain't doing nothing. Yeah, so Ben yeah. Johnson and, and uh Everett, both of those guys should yeah. damn sure be available. Yeah, yeah, they uh they they should they're they're not in the playoffs. The other uh coaches uh with the Eagles and the Niners obviously are in the playoffs. So uh that we'll show you you talk about two dudes or really three now with Shane being on the list. Ben Johnson, am I saying it right, Evero? Uh, Avero. Avero. And uh, Shane Steichen, those those three guys right there, um, obviously haven't really, to my knowledge, haven't been on any short list of head coach uh, 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 interviews over the last you know last year's cycle. Uh, all I would think are first timers. I could be wrong, but I think are first timers. Um, but boy, you you start looking at their background, it makes sense, man. You know what I mean? Like it just they, yeah. like the, it, it's it's. Where they come from, those organizations, those regimes at that respective organization, they've they've had success. They've they they will have left um, a, a place better than than it was when they took it over. They they will have been a part of and kind of raised up in organizations and by offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and head coaches that when they took over certain situations. One or two years later, boy, it was it was rocking and rolling. So, um, I I like this man. I, I know Ivero, the, the the Broncos, DC. The Broncos aren't real sexy, but uh, his time in in uh, in LA with the Rams, Super Bowl, and, and and even a couple of years before that, boy, that's a that that uh, there's a lot of good coaches that come out of that that uh, that tree, man. When we think of Rams, then that means offensively, you kind of got an idea maybe where his mind would go. Yeah, yeah. Thinking the connections yep. very similar to Miko. Ryan, so that is uh, the latest on five requests now. They fired Lovey Smith 10, 10, 30 last night. Now they've got five requests to get interviews, uh, and we'll keep you updated on that moving forward. All right, uh, Clint, we do this every week. This will be the, the final time because uh, Sunday was the last game of the season, our IW Marks Jewelers Gym of the game. I'll, I'll start. Listen, this is sad, but for a team – the the outcome was not what I was hoping for in Sunday's game against the Colts. And for a team that, that scored 30-plus points in this game and won, it, it, it felt, felt like it was a little bit more difficult than it should have been. But I'm going to go with John Grenard. Jonathan Grenard, who's been injured all year. Like, uh, uh, you know, like Lovey said, man, they hadn't scored a defensive touchdown all year. You score a defensive touchdown, a defensive lineman gets a pick six and scores. Um, I I got to I, I got to give you props. So I, I'm gonna go with Jonathan Grenard. Um, it is it is interesting that of all times to be healthy and ready to go and make an impact on the game. It was Week 18, but uh, you score a touchdown, pick six, defensive lineman. That that's impressive to me. 
Yeah, look, that that's really impressive. And and uh, now, granted that you shouldn't even have been active, but but that was that. that that was uh, that was impressive. Um, I, I think it was the only defensive touchdown of the season, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. So, um, I, I, look, and I and I, I like Jonathan Grenard. I I think that it, it would be very beneficial if Jonathan Grenard would would come on and stay healthy and make plays like that throughout a season. Um, help this football team. I I think at the very least, moving forward, he is solid, solid quality depth. Um, at the very, very least, and and uh, potentially better if he could stay healthy. So, um, I like that one. Show I I, I like uh, Jonathan Grenard right there. Um, who's yours? Well, I, I'm I'm in a bit of a bit of a quandary here. Mm. Brandon Cooks had a hell of a game, but he ain't getting it because I'm not a fan. Um, I just I just don't. You know what? I, I, lis- I listen I listen I listened to him again earlier, and 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 it's just it's more that Easter B. Um, ducking and dodging. I, I'm just not. I just can't. I can't buy into to, to Brandon Cooks. Um, wish him well, but I just can't. I can't buy in. I'd really like to go with Jordan Aikens. Hell of a ball game. Four catches, seventy yards, two touchdowns. I think Jordan Aikens has played himself into a position where Nick Casario should should very very. I mean, he he should think about keeping keeping that cat around. I don't know. I don't know that Brevin Jordan's going to be who you thought he was. I'm pretty sure Jordan Aikens is is, is better than you thought he was. But I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go with, with a young fella that I think is gonna help this team in the long run. That that could end up being a, a really, really, really bright spot for um, Nick Casario. I'm gonna go with Tegan Quitoriano mm. as my IW Marks Jewelers gem of the game. Three catches, 83 yards. Um, you know, look, we all knew or felt like he was gonna be a pretty good run blocker, but uh, standing as big as he is, six six, six seven. If he can catch it and run after catch the way he did yesterday, show. He's got a chance to be really good in this league, so I'm I'm, I'm going to give him his I'm going to give him his due for what he did yesterday. All Kevin right, Quatoriano. There you go. Those are IW Marks uh, Jeweler Jim Jewelers Jim of the game. Uh, John Grenard for me and uh, Tegan Quatoriano coming back from injury, having a big game. All right, uh, Davis Mills, uh, he spoke. Um, I'm not even I'm not even going to add to it. Wait till you hear what he had to say after the game as he. He uh, he stakes his claim for next season, and Brandon Cook spoke today and lays it very, very clear on what he is looking for next year. We'll let you hear all that coming up next on the drive. I'm a part of the Mills Mafia too. It's a reaction Monday on Sports Radio 610, live from the Twin Peaks studios. Here's the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, uh, as uh, a lot a lot moving here, the Texans they make a move obviously at uh, head coach as uh, they uh, they move on from Lovey Smith. That's a rookie mistake. Guessing like guessing the entire staff right this time. What the entire staff probably out? Maybe not special teams coach Frank. Uh, no, I'd get them all up out of here and then let probably, and then we, 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 we gonna, we're going to let the head coach decide who the hell he wants. I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm just wondering. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They really may really like Frank Ross, but uh, but no, uh, I would think probably probably Pep and and the rest of the crew uh, up out as well. But Davis Mills, Clint, uh, had a uh, two uh, two awful picks um, and tried to throw another one at the end of the game, but it uh, it, it it floated through the hands of a Colts uh, defender. Looked like that old boy did it on purpose, by the way. Well, he caught one earlier. He got he caught the second pick earlier. 
Uh, but that one, that one he missed. Just knock it down. Well, you try to say, well, he just mistimed his jump. Oh, God dang. I mean, he went right through his hands. Um, I mean, he took two steps forward and then mistimed. I mean, it, that, that was the damnedest was thing I ever seen. And then, and then all the other Colts players were just kind of standing there. Yeah. Like, but, uh, but he threw he threw two picks, one uh, return for a, a touchdown for a pick six, but threw three touchdown passes and, and was aggressive. Um, listen, I, I think we all can understand that Davis Mills is not going to be the future quarterback. This was his year to prove that, and um, he started uh, 15 games and only won three of them. Uh, but this was Davis Mills after the game talking about uh, what he has done in the NFL and his thoughts about trying to continue to be the uh, the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans moving forward. Looking back at the whole season, it was a tough year. Not the result we wanted throughout most of the year, but I think we started playing some of our best football later in the season. And, I mean, I think this this game kind of capped off kind of how we felt for most of the year. It's a struggle, but uh, we got to do everything we, we can to claw and get by and find a way to win. And we did that um, at the end of this game. But me personally, I mean, I think – I just got to continue to keep improving. Hopefully, I proved enough to get the spot going into the off season um, with a draft coming up. But I know that's not entirely my decision. It's the front offices, <clears throat> and the coaches. But I proved that I can go out there and win games, and want to continue doing that in this league. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, dude. Come on, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Hold on to your nipples, Davis. <laughs> Davis uh... Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that went over real well for Davis. And he, but if you look at his face, straight faced. Yeah, he meant it. Five um, and twenty six as a starter. Yeah, proves, he's one game. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I, just, I just don't know that we've had a, a, enough success over, over two years. I've proven that I can win games in the NFL. I, I don't look. I mean, all due respect, man. I mean, he's he's um, he has been dealt a, a other than given the opportunity to start in the NFL. Um, he's been dealt a tough ass hand relative to play callers and 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 and. Um, supporting cast and and um you know even even with what you were what he was given i mean brandon cooks is bowing out guys are injured all over the place um so look he, he was he was held to uh, he was he was dealt a, a bs hand other than getting the opportunity but with that said you, you got to have a level of awareness like you got to have man. a right uh, you, you got to have some kind of gauge on 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 reality here and and what has gone what has gone down? He'd be better off just just going with the whole. Hey, look, I I I've given it my best, man. We had two, we had yes. two, we had two rough years. A lot of lot of lot of things going on. A lot of changing faces. Uh, it was tough to play offensive football, but we we did our best and and uh, look forward to next year. Yeah, I, 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 listen, I I was all good with the even. The, I hopefully I've proved enough to get us to get the spot going in the offseason. I was yeah. cool with that. Yeah, I know, I know where he got you. I've proven that I can win games in the NFL. Are you kidding? Me? I, I, know, I know that's where he got you. He's won. He's won before. He just won this week. Nope. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like that just oh, like. But you man. look the look in his eyes. I'm like, oh, he's delusional. But he means yeah. it. He, he means it. I, 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 the I, guy I, is one thing, Like, yeah, man. Like. Like, you know what? I'd have been, I'd, have, I'd have felt better if Davis came out there and just blamed everybody else. Truthfully, uh, like truthfully, like like said da- things Davis that are accurate. Is- He's not that, but I would have felt better if Davis came out there and said, "Look, man, it helped." You know, it's not like I was, I was, I was given a, a great offensive line the yeah, entire man. time I was here. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, Damian, Damian Hay. I've been throwing the Rex. Game. I've been I've been targeting Rex Burkhead in critical moments for a damn year. How, you, how you think he yes. can do better than that? Like, that's what I'm saying, man. Fourth and yeah. five. He was the first read. That's where I was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you gave you a run game, and we thought Damian was, was really good. But what did we finish in rushing the football this year? What thirty first? Thirty first. Thirty first. Yep. Thirty second in stopping the run. Thirty first in in running the football, and that's all we harped on all year long. I just I know we didn't need to go. Can I can I just say something very disturbing sure. this season? Did we ever see Pep do anything off of that formation that he kept doing all year long, Nothing. where he spread out? The Not tackles, that I recall. That he spread out the tackles. He did it week one, the first drive. Clinton, I thought, oh, I can't. Like, there's got to be something off of this this year. I cannot wait. And they did it multiple times, but then just ended up shifting back into a regular. A regular set. I don't. They ever do anything with that? The, the best part is when you do it, and then when you get everybody to come back in, and then you're up against the play clock. Like the play clock's running low on you, and you've got to either rush or call a timeout. I mean, that's that's the worst. Yeah, there, there was no method to the madness. But but here's the deal: Davis Mills is 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 one of those one of those guys. Like like, look, you got some you got some good run early in your career because you joined a, a dysfunctional organization yeah. and an organization that that had been ripped apart. Right, it had been gutted. And there was a void at the quarterback position. And you, you got some really, really valuable reps that you didn't get in college. You, everybody talks about small sample size in college. Well, now when you put his college career with the first two years in the NFL, he, he's gotten plenty of, of, of reps and knowledge. And now, look, you, you, just, you just quietly go into the offseason, keep yourself in shape, come in, try to win the backup job. Depending on what the Texans do at the quarterback position, I think there's probably going to be room for you in the quarterback room, one, two, or three quarterback. Um, you're clearly in, on good terms with the, uh, with the general manager. Um, and and you, just, you just keep flying to the radar, and then, and then hopefully down the road, whenever you get another opportunity somewhere, um, you know, beyond your first contract with the Texans, then hopefully you're better because of what you went through right here. But I, I'd, I'd be, I'd probably be a little bit hesitant on on uh, well, on beating the drum of proven winner and all that job. Five that's, and twenty six. That's, uh, that's Let's tough, go, baby. Let's go. All right. Like I said, this is not just a day for uh, for us. It's a day for the people to hear from the people. Larry, go ahead, man. What, 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 what's, what's, on, tennis shoes. what's on your heart, Larry? <laughs> Show Clint. Hey, man. Thanks for letting me get in, man. Yesterday, I watched. The worst Texan win in the history of Texans football. That was, that, that was probably the most asinine thing that I had ever seen. And the fact that we sit up here and acting like it's not a big deal that they did what they did by winning yesterday. All these people that follow me on Twitter and keep coming at me, well, you, you said that you, you, you don't like losing. There's a situation that calls for things to happen in a certain way. They ass was supposed to lose yesterday. Under no circumstances was all those starters, P3 and Tonsil and Howard and all them dudes supposed to play because we was looking for a cleansing of what this franchise had been through for the last four years. And these jackasses took their ass out there and loved all smug about we, we didn't want the players to, to, to go out there and not try. We know they're obligated because that's their job. But Nick Casario and Lovey Ass could have had a conversation on how to manipulate the game exactly the way the Colts did so that we could con control that damn draft in 2023. And so now we sit here and we at the mercy of everybody else trying to leapfrog our ass to go get somebody that probably we want. Look, 
Cal McNair did Lovey Smith a favor, but he didn't go far enough because he should have fired Nick Ass too. Because Nick Ass brought in David Cully, Nick Ass brought in Lovey Smith, and Nick Ass flirted with Josh McNair on those silly ass. So now Nick gets all the do-overs, right? He don't have to take no response. Well, this would be his real coaching hire. Well, his ass was in on all them other coaching hires. As a Texan fan, as somebody that has watched this team year after year, these last two years have been an absolutely – I can't even curse, man, because what we have to decide now – is, are we going to trust Nick? Are we going to trust Cal? And as I stand in my living room and talk and ask you fellas that, I say, hell no. If they don't get this right, Nick ass should be fired. Moving forward, we are gonna we got the second pick. Your ass better hit on that one. You got the 12th pick. Your ass better hit on that one. And that 33rd pick, your ass better hit on that one. Because I'm not trying to watch them boys play football the way they played for the last two years. It was misery yesterday. And when Jordan Aikens caught that two-point conversion, I damn near wanted to go out to Bush Intercontinental Airport and fire lovely ass my damn self and I'll howl. Larry ain't never got that McCown, has he? I don't know if he's if he's calling him McNown on purpose. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, 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 he had never uh, got hey, that McCown. I'm. I'm with you, man. I mean, I, I'm. I'm just. I, I'm with you at, uh, in terms of the level of frustration, man. Like, like they're. Um, I'm with him on the firing of Nick Casario as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, he there. He's talking about if this don't go right. I mean, uh, is, is what I think what he said. But um, well, at first he said they should have. He should have fired him. Well, yeah, it's a good point. Um, I've been wrong in it. Yeah. Uh, no man, it's it, it 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 is like that that that's what it is. Yesterday is yes is the number one and number two pick that big of a difference? Well, yes, <laughs> for starters, <laughs> yes. But also, there was I think there was a level of hope and excitement, and I know Landry has talked about this a little bit, but there was a level of hope and excitement that people wanted to have. Your post-game show would have been completely different had they lost that game, and the level of hope and excitement is, bam, here we go. We got three picks in the top 32, got the number one pick, and it's our choice right now. They they lost that ability to have that happen, Clint, and they lost it with guys that aren't even going to be there in the future, and they allowed those guys to impact their future greatly. They knew before the game Lovey wasn't going to be there, which means they knew before the game Pep wasn't going to be there. They know Davis Mills ain't going to be no quarterback for them in the future. Moving, I mean, to, to, to be a starter, despite him believing he's proven enough, going 5-26 and 26 and winning in the NFL. Cook's not going to be here. But they allowed those guys to impact their yeah. future in a way like that and, I, and, I, and, and take away some of the hope. That, that I literally thought at the end of the year, we move from the dread of this season and we move into excitement big time for the fan base. They get to get a quarter of a number one. And that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I said it, bro. The, the the three guys that scored touchdowns, or was there more? Jordan Aiken scored two, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. The, the three players that scored touchdowns yesterday should have, should have been inactive. Jonathan Grenard, Brandon Cooks, and Jordan Aiken. Those, those guys – um, in terms of, of giving yourself the best chance to, to keep the number one overall pick, the guys that ended up scoring touchdown and impacting the game in, in that kind of way 
were guys that that should have very could have very easily been inactive. They were guys that Indianapolis would have had inactive. They they were guys that Chicago would have had inactive or damn sure not played in the fourth quarter. So, um, yeah, I mean it, it was it was a, a, a an extreme gut punch uh, in, in the last two minutes of that ball game yesterday. Uh, and, and then to watch uh, to to watch Sam Ellinger come out there and not and not be able to even sniff a damn two minute drive, get it going with fifty minute with fifty seconds left in that ball game, needing a field goal to win it, even made it uh, made it worse. All right, you've heard me talk about the process. I've talked about the process. I don't care where the Texans land. I want one specific guy in that organization heavily involved in what the heck's going on. As a fan, this is the fan talking. I want one guy involved. I'll tell you who that is, and we'll discuss next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 